Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Have you ever been thinking about something that makes you mad and then snap at someone who has nothing to do with what you were thinking about? At that moment, you weren't in a peaceful state. What you chose to dwell on affected your behavior. The Apostle Paul tells us the kind of things we should be thinking about so that we can have God's peace instead of our own emotions affecting how we represent Christ. I'm calling episode 28, Think About This. Well, after a long, hot summer, the fall is fast approaching, and with it comes many things that will elicit strong emotions, both positive and negative. School begins, and parents are thankful for the break. Pumpkin spice coffee is back. Fall wardrobes begin to replace the summer outfits that we have grown tired of. And the big one, especially for those of us from Oklahoma, college football season is here upon us. And for those of you who plan your annual calendar around football, it's the best time of the year. You enter the season with high hopes that this will be the year that everything comes together for your team. And when your team completes a big play, you rejoice. When they score, you rejoice. When they win, you really rejoice. But many times, the big play doesn't happen. Passes are intercepted. Games are lost. Are you still rejoicing? Probably not. When our team doesn't perform according to our expectations, we become instant football analysts. We know which plays should have been run, which players should be benched, and which coaches should be fired. We grieve and we complain. Then rinse and repeat because there is another game next Saturday. And if we didn't get to rejoice today... Maybe we can rejoice next week. It all hinges on whether our team meets our expectation for them. The Apostle Paul has a consistent theme throughout this letter to the Philippians, joy. He stresses that joy and rejoicing are a must-have for the Christian and that the ability to rejoice is available in ample supply, regardless of events or outcomes. And as I have been reminding you just about every week, This letter was written to a church that existed in a hostile political environment by Paul, who was writing from prison, having had his religious liberties violated. Let's see what Paul has to say in chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, 
If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. The phrase, rejoice in the Lord always, means that rejoicing in the Lord doesn't hinge on things going the way we expect. And it's a tough command. Don't be anxious about anything, but take it to God with thanksgiving. That is an action that we have to take and an attitude we have to develop. Because our natural inclination is to focus on what is bothering or confusing us. And when we consistently rehearse the things that make us anxious or angry, it is impossible to let our gentleness be evident to all. Our joy is not to be just an internal feeling, but a state of mind that everyone we come in contact with can see. This is the purest form of witness of Christ's authority in our lives. As I've said before, our world is very angry, anxious, and upset right now. I'm afraid that too many of us Christians are forgetting who we serve and then become just another angry and outraged voice shouting into the noise. But as children of God, we can be thankful that we have the ability to take our anxiety, our anger, our uncertainty, and our fear directly to God. Instead of complaining about things going wrong or spouting judgment on ourselves or others because of events that we don't like, we can focus on the good that is all around us. We have been promised God's peace that is greater than our ability to understand and that it will guard our hearts and our minds. There have been many instances in my life when circumstances or events have piled up and have gotten me riled up. In those moments, I stop and tell the Lord that I need His peace right now, and I won't move on until I experience it. God delivers every time. It doesn't mean that everything is going to turn out the way I want it to, but it, it allows me to rest in God's goodness and love and to realize that whatever happens, God is with me. This is not a call to duck your head in the sand and ignore all that is going on around you. It is a call to recognize the evil, the injustice, the many falsehoods that we will encounter, but not to be overcome by them because of the peace of God that He gives liberally to all who seek it. It's all about what and who you focus on, because what you focus on is what you give authority over your actions and emotions to. I'm not being controversial or political when I say that our world is in political turmoil now, and many Christians are getting sucked into the anger and name-calling that those issues promote. Now, don't get me wrong, I am all for being informed about political issues, and I vote in every election. But please remember this, whichever direction you lean politically, and whichever 24-hour news network that you listen to, understand that they are not concerned with your representation of Christ to the world. They know the way to keep you watching is to keep you worked up. Their advertising income is determined by how many people watch, and they know that if they can keep you fired up, they can get a bigger price for their ads. If you watch that stuff long enough, 
you will become agitated and believe that nothing good is happening. You might even give up hope that anything good will ever happen again. Several years ago, I was talking to a friend who had begun to read political blogs and watch hours of political news commentary. He was so angry and fearful that our country was going down the tubes and no one but him seemed to care that it was happening. I told him that he should stop filling his mind with that if it was stealing his peace. He didn't care for my advice and unfortunately he ended our friendship. Last I heard, he was still feeding his mind and spirit with that stuff and he is still angry. That is exactly what Paul is cautioning us about. What you spend your time thinking about and dwelling on affects who you are and how you relate to others. You have the ultimate power over what you choose to dwell on. And there is plenty of good and bad to find. If you want to find things that upset you and make you angry and fearful, there is plenty of that to be found. But be aware that focusing on those things will color every part of your life. Back when I was in college, I worked for a small family-run business. The owner's wife was a really nice lady, but she could find a gray cloud in every silver lining. I remember a beautiful early fall afternoon that had followed a, a really hot spell. The temperature was in the low 70s with a light breeze and the sun was shining. It was really, really nice. I came in and mentioned to her how nice it was outside, and her response was, Yes, but we'll just get used to it, and then it will seem so much worse when the weather returns to normal. She couldn't just enjoy a nice afternoon because she spent so much time thinking about how things could go wrong. Here's the thing. Just as you can look for and find things that you don't like and think about them, you can also find something good in just about any situation and think about those things. I'm not talking about denying or ignoring the bad. I'm talking about recognizing the bad for what it is and finding the things that are excellent and praiseworthy and spending your time thinking on them. I am currently experiencing a very real example of this in my own life. Last week, I had a medical emergency. It came out of the blue. I had no idea that it was coming. I had not been experiencing any sort of symptoms that would lead me to believe that my life was about to be profoundly changed. But a call from my doctor to go immediately to the emergency room set me on a path I didn't see coming. But here's the thing. Because of this problem, my life was going to change no matter what. If not for a routine exam that caused my doctor to order more tests, I would likely have had a life-threatening event very soon. So instead of focusing on what I don't like about all of the surgeries and procedures I have undergone, I am grateful that my doctor was alerted to a lab result that caught her attention. I am grateful that she sent me to the ER. I am grateful for the care I received and that everything and everyone I needed to begin the process of getting better was available to me. Don't get me wrong. I don't like being in this situation, but I have chosen to dwell on the level of care I am receiving and the hope of recovery that I have. I have experienced the peace of God 
that transcends my ability to understand, and that has guarded my heart and mind even as things were unfolding chaotically in those first few hours. And I realize every moment that the God of peace is with me, and He will see me through wherever this road leads. Before I go, let me remind you one more time. You get to choose what you think about. And what you think about affects how you represent Jesus to the world. So let me quote Paul one more time. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If you'll do this, the God of peace will be with you, and His peace is greater than anything you can imagine. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow, or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow. I'm still learning.